Before we get started, I wanted to let you know some really exciting news. My new book, The One Through One Method, which I've been working on for three years, is now available for pre-order. You can find it at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon.com. And of course, you can go into your local mom and pop bookstore and ask them to order it for you. When you do place your pre-order for the book, I want to reward you and help you get started immediately with your mindset. All you do is go to 131book, write that down, 131book.com. You'll enter your email address and your order number. And immediately, like that minute, I will send you this free mindset coaching program that I've created as a bonus, as my thank you to you for pre-ordering the book, for supporting me, for being with me along this very, very important, very personal journey. I am so committed to helping you get healthy from the inside out, improving your gut health, and creating a customized approach that works without the fads, without the gimmicks, something that you can do for the rest of your life and change the legacy of health in your family. But you know what? It starts with mindset. So please take advantage of this free bonus. It's a $97 value and it's yours by going to 131book.com for more details. All right, enjoy the show, but don't forget 131book.com. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shaleen Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son Brock and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. This one is totally my son's expertise. So Brock, take it away. Hey, what's up? Brock Johnson here, and I'm taking over this episode of Build Your Tribe to talk about what really matters when it comes to your Instagram following. What insights should you be checking? What numbers should you know? What should your ratios look like? And all that good stuff. So this is definitely a question that I get asked a lot. You know, like, Brock, should I follow this person back because they followed me? What should my follower to following ratio be? Questions like that. I get them all the time. But really, it's something that I don't really pay much attention to myself. And I've never thought was that important. But Given the simple fact that it seems to be very important to a lot of the listeners here on Build Your Tribe and a lot of my followers on Instagram, I thought I would cover it because there are some things that I like to frequently check and some numbers that I know and keep in the back of my mind that I wanted to share with you. And so the first thing is that you should be following less people than you have following you. So your follower to following ratio, you should have more people following you than you are following. Now, of course, this can be a little tricky if you have a newer Instagram or a smaller Instagram. Let's say you just started out a week ago and you'd followed, you know, your first 50 people and you're still working your way up. That's perfectly acceptable. But if you have, let's say, 2000 followers, for example, and you're following three to 4000 people, that's just too many. And it's too many from the respect that it will be kind of a red flag to people who might potentially want to follow you. In a previous episode here on Build Your Tribe, we've talked about making a great first impression and how important some of these numbers and initial things that people see when they visit your profile can be. 
One of those things is your follower to following ratio. If you are following way more people than are following you, it can be a red flag for your new potential follower for a few reasons. First of all, if you're following a bunch of people, but they're not following you back, that might be something to raise caution or raise concern that maybe there's a reason these people aren't following back. Another reason that it could be a red flag if you're following more people than you have following you is that you might be spam following, as in you might be following hundreds and hundreds of people hoping that they're going to follow you back, but never actually engaging with their content. So this person is probably less likely to press the follow button. So just to make sure we're totally clear, your following number, the number of people who you are following is the third number. The number of followers you have when looking at your profile is the second number the number that comes right after the number of posts you've made. So the second number should be higher than the third number. The number of people who you have following you should be higher than the number of people you are following. Some easy ways to keep this number in check is first of all, don't follow everyone back. This is definitely a question that I get quite often on Instagram, which is, should I be following everyone back? And my answer is quite simply, no you should not be following everyone back. In fact, I only recommend following someone back if it's someone who you explicitly want to network with, someone who you want to build a deeper level connection with, a friendship, some kind of business relationship, but something actually deeper rather than just, oh, you know, some of their pictures are kind of cool looking or, oh, you know, they're kind of in the same field as me or we work for the same company or we're part of the same multi-level marketing organization. Instead, Only follow back someone if you feel that you truly want to network with them. Another way that we can try to keep the number of people who we're following to a minimum is the fact that studies have shown that we can only have a certain number of friends. Although the exact number is a little bit inconclusive, we're not sure exactly how many friends we can have, the science does suggest that there is a limited number of friends we can have a limited number of people who we can truly care deeply about. Robin Dunbar, an evolutionary anthropologist, estimates that it goes in factors of three so that we can have five close friends, 15 good friends, 50 close friends, and 150 friends. After that, we can have 500 acquaintances and about 1,500 people who you could put their name to their face. And so I think what that means is you should cap out the number of people who you're following at 1,500. Even if you had no real-life close friends, no real-life good friends, no best friends, no intimate friends, nothing, if you only had your social media friends, you could only really put the name to the face of 1,500 of them. And hopefully, when you're following someone, your goal is to do more than just put the name to the face. Hopefully, if you're following someone, it's because they inspire you in some way. They motivate you. They teach you. They share something with you that helps you become a better person or helps you grow in knowledge or in some other facet. Hopefully, we're not just following for the sake of following or because it used to be some kind of Instagram etiquette that if someone followed you, you followed them back. Those days are over. It's not 2012 anymore. We should not be following everyone back. We should be trying to be intentional and purposeful when we decide who we're following. And we should try to keep that number of people who we're following to a minimum. Moving now from the number of people who you're following to your followers, 
Of course, it's good to set goals. It's great to have aspirations to shoot for, you know, whether you want a thousand followers or 10,000 or a million followers. And I'm not going to go too deeply into this in this episode. You may not need as many as you think. There is a excellent idea, theory, article, book, whatever you want to call it, by Kevin Kelly called 1,000 True Fans. And the idea is that if you have 1,000 true fans, not just someone who calls themselves a fan or who simply click the follow button, but if you have 1,000 true followers who truly care and are invested in what you are doing, then you have the capability of making $1 million per year. So hopefully that's a little bit of a pressure off your shoulders. Maybe you're somewhere around 1,000 followers. Maybe you already have more than 1,000 followers. Basically, what I'm trying to say is you don't need 50 million followers on Instagram to make a living. I also heard a very interesting topic talked about recently on another podcast talking about how so many people left what's called the rat race. You know, they left the corporate world. People are leaving that entire marketplace. They're leaving the cubicles and the business world behind the corporate ladder. They're leaving that behind and they're moving towards entrepreneurship owning their own businesses, trying to grow their influence on social media. But what's happening as that is becoming more popular is social media is becoming a rat race in and of itself, growing your following, getting more likes, growing your influence, growing your subscribers and your views. This is becoming the new corporate ladder. This is becoming the new rat race, the new nine to five. And this episode is not intended to totally talk about the mentality and the psychology behind that rat race and the never ending pursuit of more and the focusing on the goals and the end result. And in fact, if you do want to hear a little bit more of me ranting and talking about this subject of where we should be focusing and where I think we shouldn't be focusing on social media, you can listen to last week's episode of Build Your Tribe, which was about where to focus on social media. That one has been getting lots of great feedback and I'm really, really appreciative of that because that episode was outside of my comfort zone. But I think it was something that was really impactful and something that I really needed to share. But anyways, back to this following, back to what we're talking about today and the actual following numbers. One good goal that I think is a great goal for any business on social media or any brand on Instagram to shoot for is 10,000 followers. 10,000 for the simple reason that the very moment that you cross from 9,999 followers to 10,000 followers, you gain the ability to add a link to your Instagram stories. It makes calls to action and directing your audience so much simpler and so much easier. Rather than always having to tell your audience to click on the link in your bio or having some kind of link tree in your bio, something that allows people to go to different links or having to constantly change the link in your bio, all of these things can be annoying and frustrating and a hassle. The beauty of adding a link to your stories is awesome. As soon as you cross 10,000 followers, you can start adding links to your stories. So I think that's a good goal to shoot for. If you're already over 10,000, you already know that and you're probably blowing me off right now, fast forwarding through this section of the podcast. But if you're below 10,000, that is a great number to shoot for. For a long time, I set my goal on passing 10,000. And ever since then, I haven't worried too much about growing my following. I've played around with different strategies and I've developed different things, but mainly that was to help my clients and my students and less to grow the number of followers that I have. Once I passed 10,000 and I was able to add links to my story, I was pretty happy and satisfied. So I think that's a great goal to shoot for. 
Speaking of the number 10 and also relating to your following, studies have shown that most people get 10% of their followers to like their picture. Now, of course, this varies from account to account and it's a case by case basis, but studies have shown that generally you should expect 10% of your followers to like your picture. So if you have 200 followers on Instagram, you should be expecting 20 likes per picture. That's something good to keep in mind because maybe you're thinking, oh, I wish I was getting more likes on my pictures, but you check and you have 200 followers and you're getting 50 likes on your photos, you know that a quarter of your followers are actually liking your pictures, and that's a pretty good ratio. Of course, the more followers you have, and as your following continues to grow, it becomes more difficult to get that 10% like ratio, but generally, most accounts have about a 10% like ratio. If yours is higher than that, you're doing great, and there are lots of ways to improve on that, but that's not what we're talking about in this episode. In this episode, again, we're just talking about your following. Now let's get into the insights and the actual numbers that you should be checking on a daily basis, the numbers that I think matter. Everyone on Instagram has access to Instagram insights. You can find your Instagram insights by clicking on the three horizontal bars on the top right-hand corner of your profile page. From there, you'll see a little tab open up and you can click on the insights button. In case you have never been here before, I would recommend exploring, playing around, and looking at all of the amazing stats and analytics that Instagram has to offer. It's amazing how much free data and information they will give us on our followers, and there's a lot you can learn from this. The specific numbers and analytics that I think are valuable to you when it comes to your following is, first of all, what time of day are your followers active? and what days of the week are your followers most active? There's a lot of different analytics and a lot of different experts out there, gurus, so to speak, who will tell you that you need to post at 6 p.m. every night or you need to post at 9.30 a.m. or at 12 noon because that's when everyone goes to lunch or you should only post on weekdays because no one checks Instagram on the weekends anyways or maybe you shouldn't post at night because that's when everyone's posting on Instagram so your post is going to get lost in the feed. There's so many conflicting reports and that's because everyone's Instagram is different and everyone's followers are different. Maybe my followers are really active on Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. and on Tuesday nights at midnight and on Wednesdays at 2 in the afternoon. You can check on your Instagram insights at the exact time and days that your followers are most active and most likely to engage with your posts. I also think it's important to check on the demographics of your followers. Most of us have a general idea if our followers are mostly male, mostly female, if it's split somewhere down the middle. We usually have a good idea of the age demographic of our followers. You know, are our followers 55 plus? Are they less than 21? You know, how old are our followers and where exactly are they from? Maybe they're all on the East Coast or they're all across the United States. Or maybe you have a large following in Australia that you knew nothing about. It's important to check these things just in case so we can truly grasp where are our followers from, how old are they, are they male or female, and this will give us a better idea of what they might be into and if we've missed the mark. For example, for me, my ideal follower is a female between the ages of 35 and 55. She's probably some kind of an entrepreneur into multi-level marketing. She's trying to build a business or a brand online. She's trying to grow her following. 
but she just doesn't quite know how. You know, maybe she has kids. She's got a lot of stuff going on in her life. She doesn't have the time to figure out the ins and outs of social media. That's my ideal follower. When I look at my Instagram insights, that's exactly who is following me. So I know that I've done a pretty good job. If I were to check my Instagram insights and see that all of my followers are men over the age of 55 from Southern Asia, I know that I've missed the mark for some reason. I know that my posts or the way they're being shared or the hashtags that I'm using are getting to the wrong kind of person, not the kind of follower who I'm exactly looking for. So I can start to tweak my strategies, tweak my kinds of posts, tweak my hashtags, and tweak the ways I'm engaging with other people to start changing my following. And finally, the final note that I will give to you about your following, your follower ratio, is that you need to be public. I can't stress this enough. This was a question I got the other day. It said, Brock, should I be public or private? I'm a little scared to allow the world to see my pictures, but I'm trying to grow a brand. I'm trying to grow a business on social media. What should I do? And I actually told my roommate, I read him this quote, this question, and I said, what do you think she should do? And he said, dude, she's got to go public. Even I know that. You got to get over that fear and you got to go public. I said, listen, if Jake knows the answer to this question, we all need to know the answer to this question. You need to have your account on public. I don't care if you're on Facebook, MySpace, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Foursquare, Vine, which is dead, whatever you're on, you need to have a public account. If your account is private, you won't be found. Having an Instagram account and trying to grow it while on private is like being a street performer on a cul-de-sac. A few people might run into you. Some close family members might see what you're doing, but you're not going to get much attention as a street performer if you're performing on a cul-de-sac. You need to go in downtown New York City, downtown Los Angeles, Santa Monica Pier. You need to go where the people are, where the poppin' is poppin'. I don't even know what that means. But you need to be public. You need to be out in the eye of the community. You need to be out and available so that the world can find you. If your account is on private, it's going to be very, very, very difficult for people to find you. Oh, and one more awesome tip that allows you to grow your following is to become the co-host of the Build Your Tribe podcast, which I was very fortunate to do earlier last year. In case you haven't followed me already, my name on Instagram is Brock11Johnson. And actually, that's my name across all platforms. So if you find me on Instagram, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message, comment on one of my pictures, and I would love to try to start building a real relationship with you. Put a name to your face and start building a real connection with you. Learn a little bit about you and your business and how I can serve you better. And as always, happy networking. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and they're just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.